Hey everyone, welcome to the new episode of Crush This Monster Podcast. Uh, we want to thank High Acting Coffee, J Concepts, Justin Story, Back Channel Productions, 6B Apparel, and JB Scale Graphics. Joey Sylvester and High Acting Coffee want to thank those guys so much for doing these and whatnot. Uh, we'll see them during Thanksgiving, well, I'll see them during Thanksgiving and all that jazz, and uh, we'll get some products and some giveaways going on here. JB Scale Graphics, for all your RC needs, they have uh, the rights to one half of the Bigfoot decals, USA 1, and Samson bodies, stuff like that. Brad's planning on picking up some stuff um, soon, so that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Back Channel Productions, um, you know, go check out his stuff from Renegade to MTRL to... Uh, the four wheel giant, uh, four wheel triangle. Uh, all just stories. Uh, take a look at his book, Making Tracks, ten dollars on Amazon. Also, uh, his uh, stories about Christmas and um, Christmas and uh, Halloween, his poems and stuff like that. That's twelve dollars a pop on Amazon. Dollars go to the proceeds of a military foundation. Uh, through, I think starting next year, he'll up the ante to $4, the donation. So go ahead and check that out. 6B Apparel, they do our uh, uh, track uh, our, uh, crew shirts and take a look at that stuff. Um, we got the old and the new wave. So message me and Brad if you're interested in taking a look at that. And JB Skill Graphics, uh, officially licensed from uh, the Half of Bigfoot, Bad Habit, Overkill. Evolution, Heavy Hitter Against the Grain, and much more. Also Flags, too. So go ahead and take a look at all that stuff. Uh, once again, uh, next next week's guest will be Ryan Holman. Uh, he uh, is the cousin of Corey Holman. Cody, Cody, my bad. And he has a brother named Josh. And uh, uncle is, uh, you know, the new Hall of Famer, uh, Bobby Holman. Also congrats to the inductees to the 2021 uh, Monster Truck International Monster Truck Hall of Fame. Uh, my boss is Tim Hall, Mark Hall, uh, John Moore, the driver of the Noel Power Monster Truck that was really popular in TNT and early Penna days. And also, Mr. Bobby Holman has been driving for more than 30 plus years in his Beast Monster Truck uh, from Dayton, Ohio. So, want to congratulate all those folks that are inducted to inducted to the Hall of Fame. Um, but outside of that, we have a uh, part of uh, Team DCT Power Sports. Uh, he's a uh, crew chief and also drives occasionally for Mr. Jerry Beck. And uh, he will be after this little intro. So uh, we'll get down to it. Thanks, guys. Typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, 
Bradshaw and Dan Chichagas. Buckle in. The show starts now. All right, everybody. Hey, there, 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 there we are. Still getting used to this new kind of intro format. So uh, welcome, everybody, to the episode. And uh, like Dan said in the beginning, we have uh, Chandler Wessel. Chandler, how's it going tonight, man? Good. Very good. How are you guys doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. So uh, let's start off from the beginning, as we always do. So how did you get into the world of you know monster trucks, this kind of crazy sport that we're all in? Oh, where do I start? Um, <laughs> so uh, when I was real, when I was little, I mean, obviously it starts out when you're a kid, you know, you're, oh my God, that's monster truck. You know, my mom still swears to this day, first word was monster truck. So it just, it took off from there. Um, when I got into high school, I, uh, I started uh, helping out other teams uh, when they'd come to me uh, where I'm at in Michigan. So like Detroit or they'd come to uh, my county fair a lot. Um, so uh, I'd go and help them out, and whenever I could, you know, message them, hey, you guys need help, you know. And then uh, I um, – so I messaged a good friend of mine uh, at the beginning because I met him through the, one of the teams that I helped out, and I, I said, uh, hey, um, I was just curious. Like, could you get me, like, in the pits of Monster Jam? That's before I knew, like, there wasn't, a, like, a pits area. It was more like – the loading dock of the arena or stadium. Sorry. And, uh, I just like, Hey, like, do you think you get me back there? Just like, see what it's like, you know, like see if it's any different. And, um, he's like, yeah, sure. And then, uh, the next morning he sent me, uh, what, uh, was, is now my old boss today. Um, Matt Pavlarulo's phone number. And, uh, he, Matt texted me the next day. He goes, you got black pants and black shirt. And I'm like, yep. He goes, all right, we'll see you at 7.30 at the arena. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and that's where the volunteering kind of took off, and that's, uh, that's how it got me to where I'm at today. So, yep. So prior to the monster, uh, you gained that step with Matt. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you went to uh, in a high school or uh, like uh, those uh, like automotive classes and uh, yep. mm -hmm. rolling and stuff like that beforehand yes yeah, so, so i actually attended uh nascar technical institute for about a year and a half um got some training through them uh, i did uh nascar engines with a uh, background in fab so it's more fab engine based and you did like the automotive stuff too but um that was like your extracurricular stuff so uh, i got a lot of training through that and kind of more of the know-how and more of the basics through that so, you know, you got Matt's number and he texted mm -hmm. you to be at the mm -hmm. arena. Mm -hmm. How how was that experience? Did it kind of open your eyes to like, wait, this is a lot more different than I expected it to be? Mm -hmm. uh, yes and no. Like, I've kind of seen some of the videos or like beforehand. I saw some of the videos of like, like backstage stuff, like them thrashing on a corner or thrashing on a transmission or a motor. So, um. Once I actually got to like live it, because I believe that show he actually blew a transmission. Um, I we didn't change it there. He actually loaded in the trailer and changed it at the shop. But uh, but yeah, after seeing that, I'm like, oh wow! Like once I got that rush of like, let's thrash, let's get this done, let's get him back out of there. Like I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. <laughs> this this just this just set it in. <laughs> so so 
you you're doing all that stuff and uh you're every i always say when you're working on monster tricks you're always learning all the time uh good the bad you're still learning about it um what was one of the important things that matt and the team because it seemed like well when you joined them they were getting their stuff together but they were also learning too uh, around what the 2015-16 season kind of mm-hmm. deal um so what did you majorly get out of learning from you know matt and his team uh, i learned a lot about fiberglass <laughs> the fun of fiberglass <laughs> uh once i got the cracking body i mean it, it was awesome being a part of that debut and whatnot and like I said before, the uh, Throttle Out show, like being part of their legacy of those two, like it, it was just cool. But but once he rolled, man, we were doing fiberglass for a minute. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's something I, I learned from that is learning how to do fiberglass. It's uh, the smell just sticks in the back of your head. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, with with your, you know, getting your feet wet, you know, with, uh, you know, Team Tom Foolery and stuff. Who are some of the other people kind of in the pits kind of helping you learn like from the other teams where people are coming to you like, hey, you know, maybe try doing this differently. Would people come up to you and give you advice? Yeah, uh, guys like uh, Josh o, who who's helping them out now once we did first quarter with them. Um, Greg Winchabach, like while he was back there, he was kind of teaching us. Um, Tim Zentis, he teaches me all the time still to this day. Um, and, and of course, Jerry, I learned something new from him just about every week. So, um, there, there's definitely a lot of influential guys that just like, Hey, try this, like get in trouble there. Like try this before you get any deeper. So, but yeah. Gotcha. So you got into that and then how did you get connected with Jerry and, uh, the, uh, team out of Lafayette? Just doing shows. I mean, we, we, we did Bristol with them a lot. Um, a lot of the throwdown shows we'd see them at and, you know, kind of talking to Jerry and, uh, mullet at the time and he was still driving, but, uh, that's just doing shows with him. And whatnot. So. Was, was that, you know, a hard thing to do kind of leave, you know, Matt and Jester and go to, you know, team DCT. Was that kind of hard for you? Yeah. I mean, I, being I got my start with them and whatnot, but this is a little closer to home because I'm originally from Michigan, so it's only about a four-hour drive versus a 16-hour drive. <laughs> That's a lot nicer. Yes. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, it it where I got my start, uh, I could see that. So, so you started working for Jerry and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and mm-hmm. uh, how uh, do some people? Uh, a key ticket I always believe, and I finally got mine was getting your CDL. Uh, you know, how, you know, may, maybe it's cool to talk about that, man. How, how was your journey to gain that? Was it intimidating at first, or uh, how was that? It definitely was intimidating. I mean, you're basically driving a skyscraper, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I got a lot of experience with Matt, and then once I got to Jerry. Uh, Jerry actually uh, threw me in a dump truck every once in a while. So backing up a semi-dump, so to speak, um, got me a lot more uh, in tune with backing up a 53-footer. So um, I can I can back it a little, a little better at a Loves or a Pilot. <laughs> so. so, you know, going from a team, you know, that has kind of more modern equipment 
to a team that has some older chassis. I think I saw on Facebook today um, somebody saying that some of the, the chassis that uh, you guys are running are like 20 years old. I think, right, Cheech? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they have new technology on those trucks, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah but, but I'm talking about like the, the 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 older chassis style is what I'm trying to mean. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. What was it different yeah. for you to come to that team, or was it kind of you know very similar? Very similar. It was, it was still similar. I mean, monster trucks are monster trucks, but and these chassis were built in like '94, I believe. So they they're definitely old, but they're still good workhorses. I mean, they they keep up with the best of them. We do shows with Jamie Gardner and, you know, some of the best best equipment out there. And Jerry's still making that – making Dirt Crew run just with him. So it, uh, it, it's definitely a different change. But, I mean, it's still – it's monster trucks. <laughs> yeah. So. so with that, though, um, you know, they, they put a new – they put a new building. I, well, the same – when I worked for the team, uh, mm. it was – always working at jerry's house in his two-bay garage i think he moved it up <laughs> to that uh uh i always call jerry's place uh like a college campus because yeah. you had the big the big building mm-hmm. well i think after i le- before i left he was trying to convert it to uh the the, the team house across mm-hmm. across the uh street in the uh, two car garage was mm-hmm. his like metal workshop and extra parts and stuff like that and then you had to go across a little bit past i think now the house that you live in which was i think aaron's old house uh was like the fiber was like a little bit of the fiberglass body shop deal and then you go down to the bottom of jerry's house and it's a two-bay garage but um having that building on the very top there the bigger building now um when when you started with jerry did you work down at the two car garage bay or were you always at the the bigger building so we did first quarter prep when i first got here we did it in his in the two car garage and uh, only because it had heat <laughs> that's why <laughs> um but uh it, it got it got to the point where like jess is like all i smell is methanol and spray paint <laughs> like no more <laughs> so um but uh, yeah, we we did we did it uh, in there for the heat as the heat part of it. But uh, now we're we're primarily in the bigger shop, and uh, like it, it's to where we can pull a whole rig in and un- uh, open all the doors and just unload from there. So yeah. So let's talk about uh, you know your chance to start getting to drive some of the trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, how did that come about, and what was that experience like for you? Did you get to do a little bit of testing in a field or whatever it beforehand, or were you kind of just thrown into it? So we did a little testing. There was talk of me driving. Um, this was probably about a year and a half ago. Uh, I was doing more crewing back then. Um, and actually, actually, it was like the first night I was here, uh, they were actually testing at the Badlands. And Jerry was Jerry was like, you think you'll fit in my fire suit? I'm like, I don't maybe he's like go toss it on see if it fits and then we were uh we just did a little testing i did like two or three hits but it was still like oh wow like it was definitely an eye-opener for sure but um but yeah having having jerry in in your ear when you're driving i mean it it's definitely a learning experience because it's you can break stuff real easy real hard so it's uh it's definitely different (laughs) so Let's go to, I think, one of your first shows you ran at Sycamore Speedway 
over yep. in northern Illinois near Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, the, how was that experience doing the throwdown show? Uh, you know, obviously, I think Jerry gave you the green light to drive that truck. But when you're inside mm-hmm. the truck, so the experience is if you're inside the truck and racing, do do they have any feedback? Like some drivers want to have feedback of the crew chief even telling them turn, 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 or mm-hmm. turn, and this and that, and this and that. And then mm-hmm. the second question is also when you're doing freestyle, um, do you pregame? I know everyone says, you know, after the first or second hit, and then do whatever, you know, because you mm-hmm. lose what you're doing. Um, do you pregame a little bit, and then Jerry's on the mic afterwards, you know, during the freestyle saying, you know, more momentum, more momentum, more mm-hmm. momentum, or anything like that? Like, how does that scenario happen to you? So uh, during that show, I believe I was wearing my helmet and I just wear like a motocross helmet. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't have communications in my helmet, but uh, I do have, I was wearing Jerry's at one point and I would have communications in his helmet. But um, before, before you race and like, I, like I said, I don't have communication. So it's kind of like, okay, let's try this. See, see where, where it gets me. But uh, for freestyle, definitely, it, it, it's kind of you go walk the track with somebody who's who's done it before or done a track with that kind of style, and kind of go, okay, like this, maybe this jump could trip you up, you know, don't don't hit this one as hard or don't hit it as soft, or uh, you know, the, this car this car's pointed a little different, it could rocky diff- rocky different in the air, so be cautious of that. So it's a kind of more of a pep talk before the show. Um, walking the track so and, and besides you know having you know jerry in your ear and you know other people who has helped you kind of you know figure certain things out with driving as well you know mm-hmm. who are the some of the drivers like you know the possibly like the jim kohlers like who's been helped who's helped you so uh definitely john zimmer uh we've been running a lot of shows with him um and little zimmer uh that i get feedback from them all the time and um uh, Tim Mazentis, like I said, Mullet, he he definitely helped me out a lot. Um, he was at w- one of the one of the first or second shows that I did, and he was kind of coaching me a lot. Um, so uh, definitely those two, and Jerry for sure. So, so let's uh, mix it up a little bit with you were being a gesture, mm-hmm. gesture. You did a lot of some of the Monster Jam shows. Now mm-hmm. you're with the uh, the Jerry and them, and you do the toughest tours. Uh, and all I ever heard is positive feedback from the toughest tours. Mm-hmm. Now, the, the level of thrashing, you think is the same between the two? I would say so. Um, maybe not on a stadium level, but it's definitely still there because the tracks that we do for toughest, they're, they're, there's a reason they call it toughest. You got to be tough to do those shows. I mean, they they got they got cars or uh, one of the wheelie ramps is like it's a wheelie ramp and then there's like two cars, so it's like a wall. <laughs> so you're driving up a wall. So um, yeah, it's it's definitely I would definitely say it's on the same playing field for sure. We're in a small arena, but still same same concept, you know. So now uh, a couple of months ago, and I know that you you do uh, rigs, rods, BMG a little bit, and I just kind of want to quickly touch on this a little bit. Mm-hmm. The setup that you're sitting in, we talked yes. about it a little bit before, <laughs> and yes. a couple months ago you hit me up for uh, a rear steer kind of button box that me and a friend kind of developed. Mm-hmm. So how, talk about your setup because it's it's very interesting. So during COVID, you know everything went to a halt. 
there nothing's going on so um i actually saw we had a containment seat sitting up in the rafters at the shop and i asked jerry i'm like what are you doing with that seat he goes i don't know we none of us fit in it so um i'm like well do you think i could use it for a simulator he goes build the frame and then we'll see and then i built i built the frame so i did it all out of just scrap pipe that we had uh i built the frame and then the one day i bolted it up to the frame because I, I had to take all my measurements off the seat and i bolted it up to the frame and he walked in and he goes okay that's pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> I, di I didn't even have computer or tv or any of the controls yet and um so i i, I set it up and I made it to where like it's it's functional, so anybody can fit in it, tall, short, like me. Um, <laughs> so anybody can fit in it. Uh, the the steering wheel is telescoping. I got my shifter to my right. The sequence is the same as the trucks, like whole nine yards. So um, yeah, it, it was definitely interesting. And then once once we actually downloaded, I, I think we went with Beam first. Once we downloaded that, and then made it to like it's like the first person view. We were like, okay, this is pretty sweet. <laughs> so, yep, it was definitely so, a lot of fun. So, do the guys come out to your place and run a little bit? Or oh yeah, does oh William yeah. And, does William hang out? Yeah, well, he found the the drag racing cars, so he does a lot of that. But uh, yep, William comes over and runs it. Um, Brandon Buds jumped on it before. I mean, a couple of other guys have. So yeah, it's. It definitely makes for a good Friday night. <laughs> now, we, we've asked a couple of the guys, like we've had Zimmer Jr. on and, mm -hmm. and a couple other guys that have, you know, have had uh, rigs rods and mm -hmm. BMNG backgrounds. But with a setup like yours with your rear steer handle and everything, mm -hmm. do you find that's kind of been able to help you kind of acclimate to driving? Because like, I know you can't feel like what it's like to hit a jump, mm -hmm. but does it help you driving-wise at least figure out, okay, if I maybe do this differently in racing, it might translate to the truck. Yes and no. I mean, it, it kind of gives you like an idea of what you're doing. But once you're strapped in a truck and you're tight and you're looking at cars, it's a totally different story. It's 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 not you're sitting in the comfort of your home and you got to, you know, you're chilling after you just ate dinner. Like, no, it's totally different once you strap in a truck and you're like, oh, wow, I'm strapped in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it definitely, definitely kind of the experience with this goes out the window once you're in the real thing. So now I got to let this know. Last couple shows, you let a pretty good monster ex monster jam driver behind the wheel of dirt crew. Yeah. Mark McDonald. Yes, uh, man. He's a riot. He's funny as hell. <laughs> yes. Uh, how? How? How was it having him on the team, and how did Jerry get contact? Was it through Jamie, or uh, how did you guys get in contact with him? Uh, I, I believe it was through Jamie. I don't, I don't know logistics or anything like that, but um, it, it was kind of like, uh, hey, Mark's driving this weekend. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then, and then he drove it, and he's like, wow, because <laughs> he says all the time, like that's that's the first time he's driven a coilover truck. So it was, uh, it was definitely interesting. Uh, the first the first show because uh, he almost I, I told him I'm like now nah, next time you do that you gotta go for the full back flip not the half <laughs> <laughs> and he just started laughing so it, it's definitely fun uh, having him on having him on and uh, and finish out the season with us so it's definitely interesting now what truck is worse to fiberglass Kraken or uh, quad chaos 
Surprisingly, I mean, Quad Chaos is not that bad. It doesn't, you know, knock on wood, it doesn't really wreck that much, but uh, definitely Kraken. <laughs> Kraken has a lot more contours. <laughs> How about Dirt Crew? That's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> that involves a lot of welding. <laughs> Normally the mounts just are done after a show, but definitely yeah. has a different so, story. <laughs> with also Mark driving, uh, last week, I think, in Independence, I think you guys did pretty well, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Mark won uh, the first show. Um, I think he won overall that first show. And then uh, second show, I think he went to the finals with Too Tall in racing. And then uh, third show, we were having some rear steer issues. We were trying to battle um, that developed over the course of the first show. But uh, once we figured those out, he was he was getting a little better, but it was still kind of it was still kind of there. But um, yeah, definitely did good the first show. And then once he battled Too Tall, you know, that, that guy's a natural on truck, so it was kind of hard watching them too, you know. So. so, you know, with, with being a crew guy, you know, what are some of the challenges in a weekend that you face besides the thrashing? You know, because, you know, there might be, you know, knock on wood, a show where you guys don't have to do as much thrashing. But what are some of the challenges that you guys face? And this even goes to Dan as well, you know, because I've, I've got to work on trucks a little bit. Like I've changed some four link bars and, you know, did oil change on a truck before. That's kind of what my experience is. But what are some of the challenges that you guys face at a show that most people wouldn't think about? I'd, I'd say, I mean, driving there and back, I mean, that's not really a challenge, but, you know, it's it's part of the gig. But uh, um, driving the rig there and back, and then uh, maybe you, you break something big, like a motor or a trans, I mean, you're going to be up till maybe one thirty in the morning, I mean, especially with our trucks and the cradles that are the design of the cradles, like it takes a while to change the transmission and quad. So, um, but that that would probably be it. I mean, sleep. <laughs> That's kind of scarce yeah. sometimes, but <laughs> but it's you sign up for it. So I mean, it yeah. comes with it. Yeah, for for us at Hall Brothers, we we kind of uh, I mean, we do a like a pre-event checklist. So we get mm-hmm. the trucks out. And we do basically a nut and bolt throughout the truck. Well, we fix the damages that are on the truck first. Then, mm-hmm. like, we uh, do a list. So we're going on our list, and we say, okay, uh, four-link bar is, you know, behind, we found a hind broken. We'll repair that, and then we continue on uh, to, you know, um, taking the oil filter out so Tim can take a look at those Hemis and then, you know, put the oil filter back in, check the time, uh, check the transmission fluid stuff like that we we while we're doing the list we go ahead and fix what we need to do and mm-hmm. uh and then we load the trucks in head them out uh, we leave we leave about maybe a few hours early not a few hours like a few hours earlier than we expect uh, normally do because um i i personally had the experience of a tire blowing out heading to the track uh heading back to the track a whole system the right rear of our trailer, the whole thing came out. The hub exploded, and we oh, lost. Oh wow! Wow! Rear, and we were just dragging. Even it was two o'clock in the morning, and mm. uh, we had a rat to strat the 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 uh, axle up, and mm. uh, headed to a um, just a rest area, and then we got a spare on there. One wheel was going on. And then wow. uh, we just tried to take it to a loves again, another tire on. 
that happened to me and Curtis going to Corpus Christi. But I have blown a tire out on my per, on my uh, uh, you know the ride truck that I normally drive. We had a blowout one coming back from Florida. But um, like what Chandler said, like you know, then we have to prepare. Like we always have on our uh, toolbox, uh, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah. uh, uh, you know, it's just uh, uh, you know, you just never know what happens. You know, I, uh, you know, you can, you can. Uh, one guy, you're relying so on so many people, and sometimes you occasionally, sometimes they miss something. Like for mm-hmm. instance, like uh, you know, maybe checking a third member, and there's some tooth fragments there in the third member that are, you know, and then mm-hmm. he goes out for wheelies and tears up the rear third member, you know, or maybe you know on, you know. Monster Jam always. You remember, you know, Chandler does rubber pieces that go over the drive shaft, so uh, yep. they they cover the vibrations. Well, sometimes yep. some people may miss that, and there could be a twist, and before you know it, you're already breaking drive shafts, and mm-hmm. or you know, it, there's so many things that happen that you know we're so we're always considered sometimes a monster truck crew guy is always the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. We're all <laughs> over the place. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what time is. Time mm-hmm. is not a vocabulary, except for hurry up and wait. Because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you don't know chilling. when. The drivers, are, you know, the drivers are just chilling there, and it's like five minutes until showtime. Well, five minutes mm-hmm. more to the showtime. And mm-hmm. before you know it's 20 minutes before showtime, and the drivers are just sitting there waiting. And you as a crew guy, you're just waiting also, and then they finally take off, and I mean, there's all sorts of, like, problems. Like, one time, I think it was, like, 2015 in Anaheim, California, uh, we were, I was working, they were doing intros, and only six trucks came out during oh, intros out of a 12-truck field. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you, you have been to Anaheim, right? That single tunnel? In I Anaheim, haven't California? been to Anaheim. Unfortunately, oh, okay. I haven't been to Anaheim. Okay, they only have a single tunnel. Well, one of uh, Dan Rodoni, Dan Rodoni was driving the Patriot, and one of his crew guys forgot to fill in uh, third member gear oil in the third oh, member. No. Forgot about it, and the truck locked up. Oh so dear! So now we got six trucks that took off into the arena. Six trucks are now still back in the cold pits, chilling because of you know, uh, 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 yeah, it's a mistake. But mm-hmm. it's one of those deals, you know, right. and uh, you just gotta, you know, it, it just, uh, you know, yeah. it happens to be that way. But we all thrashed and got his truck back together, though. But, you know, like you said, you know, it's just, uh, it's just during shows, man, you just gotta. We we did it during first quarter last year. I mean, then if I had a magnifying glass, I probably could have caught it. But we had a shock, a Heim fail on the front right of Dirt Crew. And it went through the Lexan, and I, I mean, like I said, I, I I couldn't have caught that, you know. Like I said, if I had a magnifying glass, I maybe could have, but it was just like, oh wow, the Heim failed. So it's just stuff like that. Mm, it's but, just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you never know when an input shaft and a transmission is gonna go. Nope. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'll hear it. You but... <laughs> yeah. You'll definitely I, hear it. <laughs> I, I will say this, though. You guys are the unsung heroes of the business, you know, making sure these trucks run and, and you know, you guys bust your ass because I've seen, you know, what you guys have done. And, you know, I've been able to do a little bit myself, but not to the extent of you guys. And I respect the hell out of you guys because, 
you guys are doing it week in, week out, doing it on nonstop on the road, staying up late, and you know you guys don't get enough credit you that you guys deserve. So I thank you guys for doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brad, hey, if you bust you bust your butt, you can also get full facial hair. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I'm the only one here without good facial hair, and I'm probably the only one here with gray hair too. I probably got a few of them yeah. in here. Yeah, me too. I found some red hair. I haven't found any gray hair. I'm like, one time I had a shower, I was like, how the hell did I get red hair? And I'm like, oh, I had to take questions with my parents. Cheech is a new breed of panda. Now he's a red panda as well. I had had to take questions with my parents, and my dad's like, yeah, I'm like quarter Welch. They have red. I'm like, fair enough. All right. Fair enough. But yeah, man, it's uh, yep. it's, it's it's trial, trials, 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 patiencies, and long nights, and mm-hmm. uh, we became pizza advocates. I know that for a fact. Yes, yep. Uh, pizza and wings. Gary likes his food. Yes, yep, yep. If we if we uh, if we get uh, trucks on chargers before uh, the end of the night, we're going to get ice cream. So <laughs> yes, yep. okay. There was one time. There was one time we were at, I was working for Jerry at the Indie Jamboree. Mm. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to win this freestyle. It's going to be time for ice cream. So he starts the <laughs> truck up and he's like, it's time for ice cream. And he goes <laughs> off and he won, he won that Friday, he won that Friday night freestyle mm-hmm. at Indie. And mm-hmm. he pulls the truck in and he, he's like, uh, Joe and Cheech, uh, look through it, you know, take a look. Everything all right? Yeah. Time to go get us ice cream. <laughs> and we went to get ice cream. And then the next day was a complete different scenario when Aaron was driving quad. <laughs> and uh, roll over Beethoven. On, yep. uh, and, but but still, the truck the truck still head up. But still, it was just funny because Jerry was like, he called it. He was like, I'm going to win. I'm going to get ice cream. Mm-hmm. like, okay. And yeah. then he always like, he always tells me too, like, we always like, you know, working and stuff and he just stops in the middle of the time and goes let's go to the angry asian and i was like okay there's a mongolian restaurant down the road in Lafayette, like <laughs> yeah, right next yep. to mad max and uh next to the nissan dealership there and mm-hmm. go ahead and uh eat some in there and then and then he just randomly goes on the phone he calls and he says i need a seat okay and we're just working again he's like what do you call he's like i want the sushi don so we're going to get some sushi on Tuesday. Yep, and, half, uh, off Tuesday. half off half uh, off your order on Tuesdays. <laughs> yep, yep, sushi done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Okay, yeah, since, since you guys mentioned pizza, this is a highly debated topic. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? No. no. I'm the only one here that likes pineapple on pizza. What? You also don't have facial hair, and you're from Canada. <laughs> what does me being from Canada have to do with it? Hey, they call it like Canadian bacon up there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have had that, uh, what is that, poutine stuff? Poutine, yeah. Yeah, I've yeah. had that here, though, so it's not it's not authentic, but I've had it. See, if you want the authentic <laughs> stuff. What's the word of the day, Brad? Oh, uh, I didn't think about it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, let's go with, okay. Do a hockey PF- term. Hockey okay, hockey talk, hockey term. A Donnybrook. A Donnybrook, a Tilly means a fight in, oh. in you know, uh, hockey terms. So mm. if you ever watch the show Letterkenny, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Riley and Jonesy, let's have a Donnybrook. Let's have a Tilly. That mm-hmm. means let's have a fight. You know, drop your gloves and let's brawl. So that's that's the word of the day. Yep. You're 10-ply, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that show. That is a good show. That is fine. Anyone so, has a chance. Where do they get the see Lenny Kenny? Letter Kenny in the States, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Here in Canada, it's on Crave. Um, if let's let's just say it's it's Trailer Park Boys, but kind of more rural. It's yes. there. There's a show here in Canada that aired for a long time called Corner Gas. It's like a, it's like small town Saskatchewan, small town Alberta kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Well, if you mix that show and and Trailer Park Boys, you get Letter Kenny. <laughs> it's it's absurd. It's stupid, and mm-hmm. they're having a spinoff show for the character. Shorzy, which I am freaking excited about. Which oh, yeah. isn't he to uh, play by a guy who plays another character in that? Show? Yep, he's he's played by the main character Wayne, which is played by Jared Kiso. So um, that show is a riot. I can't wait to see what they do. And they started out with just doing online YouTube skits, and it just took off. So you never know if you're on YouTube doing something. You never know what'll happen. So. Go check, go check the show, guys. You'll get you know, the kind of terminology. But you know, since since we were kind of on food, one more thing that I want to ask: your favorite truck stops. Now, I know in the states there's millions of different truck stops. Loves mm-hmm. all these names. What's your guys? Time out, time preferred... out, time out. Before COVID or right now? <laughs> Let's go. Okay, before COVID and then now. So, what's your guys' preferred truck stops to go to before COVID? Um, Anything that's twenty four hours open. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Iowa eighty and Iowa eighty. <laughs> yeah. Yes, before like and after. <laughs> yeah, uh, Iowa eighty, Iowa eighty, and then uh, also there's a few TAs I like going to. I, I like hitting up the Country Pride. Um, some of that. Um, Would Bucky's be considered? Around, what is no, it? No, no room for trucks there. They don't have truck parking. Yeah. No. That's a shame. Uh, if uh, if uh, I need to uh, uh, stop for a quick quick stop, fill up, or mm-hmm. just use the fuel aisle for a quick stop, rolling hot dogs at Love's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> just just take and then take off and go. Um, rolling hot dogs at Tubbs. <laughs> yeah, hot dogs at Tom's. Yeah. Seventy-nine cents cola pop over yep. there in the in the cooler area. But mm-hmm. and then if I need to stop by somewhere, uh, if I need to do my you know reset, and I stop by uh, like a Flying J's or something like that, I'll just maybe stop by a Denny's or the uh, food court that's over there in the gas station. Make some good French uh, uh, French toast sandwiches there. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That We'd, and country pride. There's definitely a anytime we do a show that requires me to get on I eighty, like Jerry will ask me like, Hey, like did you stop for fuel? Like, yeah. You stopped at IO eighty, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I've even heard of IO eighty. I've even oh, heard yeah. of the place. Like oh, yeah. it, it looks they have like, a nice buffet. you have a nice buffet there. Yeah. I, the the how oh, I saw yeah. it there was there's this YouTube guy Ken Domic who does food review as well he did a 24 hour challenge at Iowa 80 oh, so wow. that and I got to see it that place looks like heaven oh yeah it's truckers heaven for yeah. sure you got barber you got I think there's like a movie theater there or something like it's, it's definitely the place 
Yep, church. Definitely a place you want to stop for your ten hour break. Yeah. So yeah. Um I, I, I would normally go there just for the buffet or they have a lot better choices of fast food things. They have like a Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, Wendy's, stuff like that. And they're convenient. They're convenient. They need they maybe they need more room, but I, I can't hate on them having a nineteen forty nine power wagon on the middle of their floor. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, but. I'm always I'm all, I, I I never really pay attention to the food, but I'm like, where's the chrome shop? <laughs> that's that's yeah. my area right there. We got our we got now, our new, our Kenworth, so we're like, yeah, let's put some chrome on it. <laughs> now another one that I like is owned by the same people of IOID, but it's on 44 in Oklahoma, um, near uh, Joplin, Missouri, the yep. Joplin's truck stop. That's mm-hmm. another cool one. They also own one somewhere in North Carolina too. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, we always stop by, uh, like, if we're going east on 70, we always stop by the, the Petro right outside of uh, Richmond, Indiana. Yep. That's Been there. Before the state line, we, mm-hmm. we uh, normally hit up there because uh, mm-hmm. the Petro, that, that iron skillet's always open. We're finding places now, but before <laughs> COVID, mm-hmm. man, not even worry. You go, I'm like, I'm going to Pennsylvania, we always hit up this uh, truck stop called Breezewood where it was like a you know, bunch of places to eat and then uh also they have a 24 hour open they had like a radio shack in there uh another like barber <laughs> but since mm. the 20 since covid hit places mm. like only open until like seven o'clock like we went to there's these truck stops over in montana called uh uh, t- uh town pump mm. uh gas stations and uh they're they're kind of like semi run by pilot and we go there, and, like, it's almost 7 o'clock. It's about 6.44. We go to Subway, and Lee's like, oh, we can help you at Subway. And the manager comes over and says, we're closed. We're like, well, you're closed at 6.44? And they're like, well, we close at 7, but we're closed. And we're like, so all of us went on our phones and went, like, the Subway.com power pump <laughs> and try to complain. So I, like, freaking, the only problem is, is, like, Kurt got a free sandwich. I got like a ten dollar off coupon, which is like a free sandwich. And Nugent just got a ten dollar, uh, just got free drinks. But mm-hmm. we only can go to a tower pump. We can't go to a subway. So <laughs> none of this worked out for us. So we just, just like whatever. We just spread the word of how much we hate. You know, it's just like. Town pumps. <laughs> See, one, one, one place that I wish that we had in Canada, I know it's not a truck stop, but I wish we had a Sheets in Canada. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Love me some Sheets. Sheets are a quick trip. Those are pretty similar. Yeah. We definitely or, uh, had a... Casey's? Yep. Yep. And I'm not afraid to say it. Sheets is better than Wawa. Mm. I'm not afraid to I'm say not it. In that, I'm not in that debate because, yeah. like... I will either have a Wawa hoagie than a Sheets hoagie, but I would have some chicken tenders and fries from Sheets are pretty good. <laughs> With boom boom sauce. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind a $5 hoagie from Wawa. Definitely better than a roller dog, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. But if I was living in Florida like I used to, I would pick a Publix over a Wawa. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Brad's like, yeah, we're learning. We're learning about. <laughs> See, I know, I know about pub subs. I know about pub subs. I've never had one, but I heard they're supposed to be amazing. Mm. Publix. Yeah, I've heard about because I, I 
It's like I've watched a lot of YouTubers that are in Florida and they always mention pub publics and pub subs. I'm like, damn it, I wish I had one. <laughs> well, like it, it's funny, like here in Canada, we don't have a lot of the same places. Like my girlfriend was in North Carolina recently and brought me back some Polynesian sauce from Chick Fil A. That Polynesian sauce, okay, people. Just think about this. Polynesian sauce is the exact same as Arby's Red Ranch sauce. It's the exact same thing. Hmm. I've never had Polynesian sauce. Like the, the sauce that they put on sauce. <laughs> the, 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 the sauce that they put on the red roast beef and cheddar. Mm -hmm. the, that red sauce is the exact same as Polynesian sauce. I swear to God, it tastes the exact oh, okay. same. Hmm. Are you talking about Arby's okay. sauce, aren't you? No, no, the red, they call it Red Ranch. Huh, interesting. Huh. Arby sauce is I completely different. Arby sauce. Yeah, it's go to. <laughs> yeah, that even, though that, even though there's Arby's that every loves you can find. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you get lucky and you're like, oh, there's a McDonald's. Sweet. <laughs> so. there's, there's a loves right outside of Jacksonville, Illinois. Hmm. And its food is Taco John's. Yep. There's one here. Uh, I want to say it's like right outside of Wabash, Indiana. It's got Taco John's oh, okay. too. I was like, mm, that's yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Always, always remember. And there's always a, uh, uh, always a Denny's on a Flying J. I, mm -hmm. I cannot see a Flying J without a Denny's. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes occasionally an IHOP. Yeah, and then and then a TA would normally have a Burger King or a Popeyes, or an American Pride. American Pride, yeah, the yeah. country, yeah, the country Pride, country Pride, place. American Pride. Sorry. See, for, yeah. for us here in Canada, mm -hmm. a lot of those places for us, like if it's like a Petro Canada, like mm -hmm. Petro Pass, it has an A and W. You know, that's oh, that's wow. that's the big one for us. It's A and W, or like you're going through like Saskatchewan, like these little small towns, like. Hardly anybody in Saskatchewan. Oh, there's a subway. Mm. It, it's like those are the main ones here in Canada, at least for truck stops that's, and like little like off the wall places. That's like uh, that's like uh, here in America, you normally have a random subway and a random Dollar General. Yes. Oh my God, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, they're everywhere. Like, like either like it could be in the middle of BFG, mm -hmm. and this subway is open. And all around cornfields and seeds. Yeah. And then like two a, miles down the road is a Dollar General. Yeah. There's a town back home, uh, Ida, Michigan, where, kind of where my girlfriend's from. But it's literally, there's a bar, a liquor store, an ice cream place, a church, and a Dollar General. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the middle of corn heaven. It's That's where it's at. <laughs> Dollar General. It's pretty funny. Yeah, buddy. Man, all right. Is there any social media people can follow you at? Uh, I think I'm on. I'm on uh, Instagram. My handle or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's uh, C James 4.0, and then uh, obviously we we put stuff on Dirt Crew and Quad Chaos and stuff all the time. So um, follow us there too. So, yep. Nice, nice, nice. And Cheech, what Brad? about? Uh, just going to ask you, what about your social media, Cheech? <laughs> I know we go over this every week, and you know you come up with some newfangled way for people to get a hold of you. So, what do you got for <laughs> us this week, my friend? 
loud, uh, scream as loud as you can, and hopefully I can hear you. <laughs> okay. Church! Right. <laughs> you get any calls from any low boy drivers lately? Oh, yeah. Well, I got something to tell you about this. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was just weird because I'm in the middle of the shop working, and I get this call going, hey, I'm here to pick up Quad Chaos and Dirt Crew. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, what? And I'm like, yeah, I, 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 this is the phone number that was given to me. And I'm like, why? What? No, no, no. I, I haven't been on Wrong that team, team since 2000. 2018 <laughs> and he's like oh, oh i didn't know i was like i didn't know either <laughs> and i was like uh he's like sorry about that and i was there's... like i see the trucks right here i'm just gonna go over there okay so i there's... had to get a hold of you and jerry and i was like yeah there's definitely a phone number mix up there for sure <laughs> i was not <laughs> I was part like, of that <laughs> no I was thinking to myself, how did I get in this mix? I haven't been on the team for a while. And, right. Uh, and I was Couldn't like, tell. I, I, I could, yeah, I could maybe believe, you know, if you know the phone number still had Aaron Kane's number or right. Mullet's number. But right, right. me as a contact, I'm like, how the hell did I become a contact? <laughs> that that was, used to happen. I was trying to. I was trying to dodge that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That used to happen to my parents all the time because when they moved, they had to get a new number, and the their number used to be the number of an old business. So every single day they get a call, hi, is this the Northwest Company? No, this is, you know, the Shaw Residence. <laughs> that happened all the time. It got annoying. So, no, but, uh, <laughs> no, 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 okay, okay, okay. Is this the Crusty Crab? No, this is Patrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, but, um, you know, as far as social media, for me, guys, you can follow me at uh, The Monster Truck Canucker on, uh, you know, Facebook. It's just Bradley Shaw. You'll see a picture of me and my truck. And, uh, yeah, so that's how you can follow me. And, um, yeah. I guess you can follow me at Dan T. J. Gosh on Facebook. Instagram, I think, it's the same thing. I'm on Snapchat. Dan A. Gosh 10. And also, don't forget about the... Hall Brothers Classic, the RC event Dan is putting on at the Hall Brothers Shop, along with a bit of an open house. You'll be able to see the Hall Brothers Shop, the, all the trucks, get to hang out with Dan, do some RC racing. Dan, when is that event again? November 20th. Doors open at 7.30 a.m. You're not that far away. You're about two hours, about hour and 45 minutes away from us there, Chandler. Mm. Uh... <laughs> I wish I still had my truck. I, I sold my truck. I'd come out there and run with you guys. Uh, yeah, Zimmer and uh, Zach's going to be there and uh, uh, maybe uh, a few people from the old good old Paxton area. What's going on? May stop on up. So, uh, And Ma I'm Mark Pearson from Reptoid is probably going to try to stop up, uh, come on up too. So, uh, yeah, open invites, open houses. Invite everyone. So uh, it's going to be pretty cool. And uh, uh, also – Follow our podcast on Crestus on Facebook and on YouTube. And also we have this episode going to be coming up on iTunes and Spotify. So yeah. uh, go ahead and take a look at that stuff too. Thank you for the five-star likes and reviews mm -hmm. on iTunes. And also uh, I don't know what award we get for Spotify, but thanks. And, yeah. and uh, <laughs> the subscriptions and, uh, on YouTube like to our channel as well. 
um, yes. you know, because uh, thank you guys for that as well and all the support you guys give us. And, uh, you know, we have a special video to play us out today that uh, Dan handpicked. So uh, we'll get to that in a second. So, guys, next week is Ryan Holman. Um, thank you guys it's so much. It's our outro. It's our outro. This is going to be our new outro. I'm still going to say the, I'm still going to say the time the what I always say. But uh, guys, <laughs> always keep the rubber side down, the shiny side up, everybody. Peace. Oh, what what happened? <laughs>